You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Bridge to You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Monique Russell, where we focus on diversity, inclusion, and understanding for Black cultures through conversations that help us connect to ourselves and each other. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bridge to You podcast. I am your host, Monique Russell. Listen, Bridge to You family, it has been a minute since I got on the mic to speak to you directly. I hope this message finds you in good health, in good spirits, and a positive outlook for the future. So listen, let me tell you, I want to just really get into this episode and I want to walk you through some critical aspects of what I've been up to, what I think is happening in terms of trends in the workplace, and especially the insights that I've gained around the world traveling that has shaped my leadership so that you will be inspired to do the same. It's very important for us, I believe, to share our perspectives because without sharing our insights, our lessons learned in our perspectives, how can we even remain innovative? How can we learn things that we don't really know without the power of intentional sharing and collaboration? So this is a charge for you. If you've experienced an event, if you've experienced something new, I want you to make sure that you make a note right now in your journal or in your phone to share it with someone, you will bless them. So recently, some of the exciting things that I've been up to, you know, I I attended several conferences this year and all the conferences were really, for the most part, focused around women's leadership and entrepreneurship. The Fearless Fund Venture Capital Summit was one that I attended recently. And I will tell you, the insights that I gained came from the pitch competition, where there were about seven or eight companies, founders that were pitching for funding in their business. When I tell you, sitting in the audience, watching the crafting of the messaging, watching the data, the body language, the responses to the questions from the judge, It was invigorating, as you can imagine. As a leadership development coach and a communication skills expert, I just really enjoyed watching the way the women stood on the stage, shared their big, beautiful, bright idea, and had an opportunity to get immediate feedback. Feedback is something that we crave, we need, but sometimes we don't always want to see it or hear it. But it's critical for us to grow. The lady that won the founder and CEO of Renatural, which is a wig manufacturing company, which is transforming the industry by storm. 
she started off with a very powerful entry as she walked onto the stage. In fact, it was so powerful that the MC made jokes. She was like, I know you're ready <laughs> because of the way you walked on the stage. So here's the key tip. Our body language already sets the tone for what it is that we're going to experience. Walking with your shoulders back, walking with your head forward and up, and being confident because you know what you have to say is going to be valuable is important. What I also appreciated and the insights that I gained from this event is to realize that so many of the founders, the problems that they were solving or the solutions they were providing, I should say, were solutions to real problems that day-to-day -day people experience. Not that any type of business is good or bad or shouldn't deserve much needed attention, but I can tell you a difference between someone needing to have a, a wig because they have a scalp disease or they have lost their hair or alopecia or whatever it may cause, that versus you needing to get on a skateboard is a huge difference. I have nothing against skateboards, y'all. I can't skateboard, but I have nothing against skateboards. Another person uh, that really stuck out to me was pitching a solution to a problem of underutilized church real estate. So many churches have real estate that they're sitting on, that they're not using every single day of the week because they're only using it on the weekends for their initiatives or randomly during the week, but so many different um, areas of operating can be utilizing the church real estate. So that company promoted it. I thought it was a brilliant idea. The revenues from that innovation have allowed churches to stay solvent, to be profitable, um, and to also solve another problem, which is the uh, problem of commercial kitchen use for people who are in the cooking and baking um, industry. So many small businesses have struggles in this area of getting into a commercial kitchen or signing a long lease or testing out their product. But what would happen if they had an opportunity to utilize the commercial kitchen space? Oh my goodness. I can tell you right now, just being in the room and being in the space of all these women, there are probably about 1,200 to 1,500 women, Black women in the space, seeking insights and strategies about their business, about growth, about solving problems, problems within the community. This is why I'm so passionate about the work I do, because I know that once you develop leadership and communication skills, you not only benefit, but the community benefits. And that's one of the takeaways that I really want to focus on today. Another thing that I've been involved in is the 12% accelerator. Ooh, sounds intriguing, isn't it? <laughs> but basically, this is a program, a sales accelerator, that I joined in the beginning of the year to basically get better skilled at sales. And what it did is it allowed me to kind of lift up the hood of the car and have three coaches to dive deep into my business, my leadership, and the way that I showed up. I will tell you as leaders, these are things that we have to proactively do. I run into a lot of people in the corporate space and in the entrepreneurial world who are very keen to give recommendations 
on what everybody else should do as a leader, but sometimes they're very hesitant. Or you may find someone who's aware, but they're still not embracing the fact that development is continuous. So for me, this not only helps me to walk the walk and talk the talk, but it helps me to go through an experience, to see my blind spots, to see my gaps. And I will tell you, there were moments when it did not feel comfortable. There were moments where I shrank. There were moments where I hid, where I wasn't ready to go that deep. But it was all for my benefit because now I get to serve you in a much more authentic, a much more vulnerable, and a much more relatable way. Now I want to move into what I observe as trends and shifts in the marketplace, especially for Black women. The Bridge to You podcast is all about diversity and inclusion among Black cultures. But in addition to that, we talk about the hard topics, topics around entrepreneurship, topics around family life, topics around prejudice and racism, topics around things that you normally wouldn't have conversations about in such detail in the open digital streets. But what I noticed, because each of those events, and I didn't tell you about the one that I went to earlier in Dubai, which was an international global women's leadership conference that I also had the opportunity to speak at. And in every sector, in every space, in every country, when I'm in those circles, the conversations that I'm having, the clients that I'm coaching, for Black women, it's all very similar. What I observe, especially for women in the workplace, promoting and retaining this demographic is key. And for anybody that's listening, especially our male allies, don't get it twisted. Just because I'm promoting Black women or women in the workplace, it doesn't mean that I am not thinking about you. I run into this conversation often where sometimes it feels as though it's a us versus them or a this versus that, and it's absolutely not the case. We know that this demographic has been very, very hard hit, especially from the COVID pandemic and still trying to catch up. Add in the motherhood penalty or the motherhood tax, and we totally have a situation for disaster. What I've noticed is that many Black women are navigating the intersection of their corporate job and their side business. And I think it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful because I remember when I was working in a corporate environment and I started freelancing in my speaking business on the side, freelancing and training, training in the science of communications. What I really wanted in my corporate job was three things. I wanted an upward mobility. I wanted flexibility because my kids were young at the time. And I wanted fulfillment. Those were three things that I wanted. The flexibility, I was able to negotiate and I got that. And so remote work has been in my DNA for a very long time. Then the aspect of fulfillment, I wasn't finding that through the upward mobility because there wasn't really a place for me to go. Or I would say, I wasn't being able to move upward in that environment at the time. My side jobs, my side businesses, my side hustles, if you will, provided that sense of fulfillment for me. I felt invigorated. I felt alive. I felt like I was able to contribute in my gifts. And you know who got the benefit? 
my corporate employer, because with this new sense of fulfillment, I wasn't looking for my corporate job to fill a need. I already came with being fulfilled. I already came with, you know, the hair, the air quotes, the finding the purpose. And so all I needed to do now was focus on executing and making impact and creating a workplace environment where everyone could thrive. So what I see right now, I'm really proud of organizations, for example, like Coca-Cola. Right now, you can go on Google and you can see that Coca-Cola has made a very bold pledge, a very bold statement to be 50% women-led by 2030. I know I should not be dating anything on this podcast, but let me tell you something. That is a bold stance. And I believe that it's because many organizations are starting, not many, some are starting to realize how strategic of an impact this is when you look at the generational shifts, when you look at the demographic shifts, when you look at the success of women leaders around the world, the countries that have done very well in the pandemic, like Finland, were ran or led by women leaders. We need all aspects of diversity, equity, and inclusion in leadership. And I believe entrepreneurship is just one way to do that. Many leaders are thinking that, you know, I'm afraid to embrace entrepreneurship because they don't know what it's like to lead these types of individuals. It feels like they don't have control. It feels like they're coloring out of the lines and you need to stay in the box. Don't you really need to stay in the box? What if you were empowered, empowered to lead in a way that made it a win-win solution for you? and a win-win solution for your team. Let me move into what I observed when I did earlier travels in the year. I traveled to the Middle East. I traveled to South America. I traveled to Puerto Rico. And I traveled to East Africa. And each time that I travel, I have realized the importance of intercultural communication. I believe that when we're able to put ourselves in environments where we have to change the way we engage in order to get things done, we become more flexible, we become adaptable, we remove what Carol Dork calls the fixed mindset, we remove some of the rigidity. And you don't have to go across the world to experience this. You can go right in your own neighborhood, in your own community, and just go somewhere and experience a different culture, maybe through a restaurant that you hadn't experienced before. I went and I experienced time. I went to the village with um, the Maasai tribe, the oldest, last warrior tribe in Kenya. They took me in and they treated me like I was family. I couldn't understand some of what they said, all of what they said, but I had someone there who could speak both languages and one of the ladies there could speak a bit of English. But I felt so warm and embraced. We didn't have to speak the same language. We didn't speak the same verbal language in order to foster a connection and facilitate an embrace. We spoke the same language of love and respect for each other and humanity. 
I was just so in awe and I was so inspired. And when I got there, I had a familiar feeling. I shared it on my social media, a familiar feeling, the presence of my late grandmother. And I don't know how it happened because she's been gone for quite a number of years. But in that moment, I experienced her. I walked by one of the older ladies in the village. And when I walked by her, and she's in her 90s, she immediately started to pray for me in the same exact way that my grandmother always did when I walked by her. I lost it. In that moment, I lost it. I cried. It was a cathartic release. And when I returned back to home here in the United States, it was like I had new scales that fell off my eyes. It was a new experience that allowed me to really strip away more of the superficial elements and aspects of life that can cloud us when we get into business and we're striving and achieving for our goals. So I just want to encourage you as you're interacting with others, as you're trying to think about innovation and creative solutions, if you want to broaden your perspective and broaden your thinking, broaden your your approach, intercultural communication is where it's at. There are probably about four or five cultures in your existing workforce or in your existing team in some cases, especially if you're doing work nationally or globally, especially globally, if you're in a multinational organization. And there are nuances. There are differences. There's a lot of research that has shown so many projects have been stalled and stifled because of misunderstandings and miscommunication due to intercultural differences. But that's why I'm here to help. And the the, the last thing I want to talk about is really this path to thought leadership. Thought leadership is not about just taking what you've read, taking what you have experienced, and taking what's regurgitated to you and you regurgitating it back. It's about really thinking critically about your own science. What do you agree with? What do you think? What are your thoughts? What are you noticing and what are you wondering? I want to encourage everyone that is listening right now to this episode that these are the approaches and the mindsets that we need to be modern leaders as we navigate the next generation and the multi-generational workforce. Things have changed. On a weekly basis, I talk to individuals all across the globe and I hear the same things. Many women are looking for opportunities to build their businesses, to share their thought leadership, to share their story, to increase their impact, to have more of a voice. Everybody wants to be heard. You all have a story to tell. Why not tell it? But I will tell you one thing I realized in that pitch competition And for those women that are in the audiences of all of the conferences that I attended, those that are hybrid in their corporate job and in their business, they're already in the process of self-development. Being able to learn how to tell your story, how to position your service and product, 
constantly learning how to position, how to frame, how to negotiate, how to anchor, how to sell. These are skills, soft skills, that ChatGPT and artificial intelligence will not be able to provide for us. They'll give us jump starts. They'll give us some, some insights, but they will not be able to provide the critical thinking articulation and merging of the story in a way that is unique to you and touches the human heart. And that's my message for you today. I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback. I'm looking forward to bringing you more insights, more conversations, more exchanges of perspectives as we continue to grow here on the Bridge to You podcast. I want to shout out Breadfruit Media, my amazing podcast producer. I want to thank all of you for listening. And until next time, you know it. Take care and be well. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to You podcast. Visit ClaireCommunicationSolutions.com or connect with me on LinkedIn, Monique Russell, or Instagram at Clear Communication Coach. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.